All right. Welcome to the second episode with me, Marcus Sully. This is the Cell Talk podcast, and this episode is called The Rogan Advice. In this episode, we're going to be discussing perspectives, and we're going to be talking about fear, we're going to be talking about mindset, and we're going to be talking about um, the one of the best advice I ever heard. Um, yeah, so before I get into the specific advice, I wanted to kind of talk about how when I was younger, I the coolest stories I heard about people that were successful were people who overcame adversity and people who maybe in the beginning were not talented and didn't have the skills or resources and but still managed to push through and really become successful um yeah i just love i love to hear the comeback stories i love the movies about like the the underdog or the people or the man that that had that big challenge or that injury or that had that like adversity in the beginning and they have to overcome that and really work hard and have discipline to really get their results that they wanted and that's why I love to listen to, for example, Tony Robbins and listen to Kobe Bryant and Ma- Michael Jordan and hear the people that where they came from. You hear people, you hear, for example, with Michael Jordan, he was cut from his high school varsity team. He didn't have that like magical basketball talent and he he had to work. And not a, not a lot of people don't know this about him, that he was cut from his high school team because he was terrible and but later he's probably the best basketball player the best basketball player of all time um a different example is robert downey jr he uh, he got imprisoned and then is now one of the most highest paid actresses in the whole world you have guys like tony robbins like i mentioned before he came from an abusive childhood where his mom I think shoved down his shoved throat shoved soap down his throat until he threw up um, and he's now built one of the biggest coaching businesses in the whole world where he has a five billion dollar empire um, yeah and so kind of the advice that I I heard from Joe Rogan, he talks about how you should live your life like you're the hero in your own movie and the movie starts right now. So basically you, you're pretending that there's a documentary crew following you around and watching what you're doing. And for my sake, this helps so much because it's, it really put perspective and really put kind of maybe some accountability on the things that we're doing day to day. Then if I imagine that documentary crew following me around, they were seeing, okay, what are my habits? What are my eating habits? What are, how much do I work out? Um, Do I have a clear plan for every day? And, and like he said, he said, like the movie starts now. You're in the first part of the movie and, and you've probably seen a lot of movies where in the first part it's very difficult for the character or the hero and there's some challenge that they have to overcome and because people want to skip that part they want to get to the part where it's all nice and and 
and they have the skill set that they need and they have the life that they want. But you have to go through that first part of your movie that that could be very challenging and people have different challenges and and adversities that they have to deal with. Um, but yeah, the first part of the movie is supposed to be challenging and and that can be an, an exciting, exciting thing. Um, yeah, and so go really in detail on what is that hero doing? What is the ideal version of you doing day to day? And maybe document, like write the things you're doing down. I did this, like, I think it was David Goggins. He talked about this where if you write down what you're, what you're doing during a day every 10 minutes. So you write down what you do every 10 minutes and that really gives you a clear picture on what, what, what you do. And for my sake, I noticed I was procrastinating a lot. I yeah, just dabbled and didn't do the stuff that I, I should be doing. Um, and I maybe want to do, but maybe are afraid to, to pursue. Um, so yeah, yeah, you're living in the first part of the movie, which can be difficult and challenging. And, and this is very important where write down the things you need to do, write it down. And and also with the goals, write down what you need to do and the goals that, that are included with that. Um, Joe Rogan also talks about how you, you choose what mindset that you're going to maintain. You choose what mindset, because people think that your mindset is just, you can't control it, you can't change it. It's your brain is fixed and it can change. And I talked about this in the last episode check that out if you haven't if you don't uh, know this topic of the growth versus the fixed mindset you choose what mindset you're going to maintain every day because if you're affected by external uh the external factors during the day to day it's very hard to maintain a a good mindset it's very hard to for example with social media blasting you with comments and likes and different news articles so if you go to the news you just watch how you're feeling when you read terrible news and horrible news and uh, around what is happening in the world um and you you gotta you have to be very mindful on choosing the mindset you're going to try to maintain every day and it's not going to be perfect you're gonna fuck up you're gonna and maybe not have a day where you're going to maintain it as well as you could have. But yeah, it's I, I like the idea of, of you mindfully choose how you try to choose your thoughts. You try to maintain that mindset and or you not you, you don't choose your thoughts. You choose what you focus on because what you focus on is what you get. Um, and yeah, that you, your focus creates your thoughts. A different example of, or a perspective that can really help with this instead of the movie example is the video game, video game example. Um, imagine your life as a video game. And this is for, for my sake was really helpful in the beginning when I was like, I didn't know what to do. I was like 17, 18 and even younger. Like I didn't know what specific steps I should take to get to the place that I wanted. Um, and so imagine your life is a video game. What quest would you go for? What adventures would you discover? Also imagine that you are the one that is holding the controller and not the person who is in the video game. Because 
from the perspective of the person who's in the video game, everything is serious, everything is dangerous, everything, there's a lot of fear. But if you, if you are the, from the, if you are the person who is controlling the controller, from that perspective, everything's just fun. Everything is just, you, you try different stuff. You, you maybe fail there and yeah, it's like not everything has to be serious and hard. It's like from the perspe pers perspective that is holding the controller, it's it's a lot less serious. And I like this example if everything becomes too maybe overwhelming with uh, my life circumstances. Yeah. So the mistakes we make doesn't become so important. For example, if you die in a video game, you don't jump to the conclusion that you're horrible, that you're a horrible gamer and that you should stop playing forever. You simply recognize the kind of mistakes you did in the video game and, and you try again and you try again and you make new mistakes and you try that same level again and again until you beat that difficult level. And that's a great like perspective or a metaphor for just life. It's like, we're so afraid to make those mistakes, but they're the mistakes we have to make them to learn. Like in a video game, you're, you're not going to beat every boss or it's get to the next level until you, you really go through the, the, the steps. Um, so yeah, a different tool that, that has worked for me in terms of dealing with fear, because the, these perspective can help, but for, for my, for my, with my experience and the people I've talked to, um, you can basically sum up people, people's problems for, to, when they don't take action is fear, fear of, of just fear. And this can be very tricky to deal with because fear is, is, is a very uncomfortable feeling and the only tool that has worked for me with dealing with fear is instead of trying to push that feeling down when you get anxious and you get nervous, when you get whole cold hands and your heart is racing, instead of trying to push it down, you kind of embrace it and change your relationship with fear. For example, with kids, they, when they feel those emotions and when, maybe when they get fear, they're excited. There and maybe you remember when you were younger. It's like you you feel differently with that fear. You like to maybe do dangerous thing or or yeah. It's like you embrace that fear. You and maybe the goal is to feel that fear because you're alive and you feel amazing and your heart heart is racing and, and it means you're alive and embrace it instead of resisting it. And so that's being basically the only tool that can really help with that practically. Yeah, no, it also means that you're doing something outside of your regular day-to-day. -day. And you can just document this, how much of your day-to-day -day is the same stuff you're doing over and over and over again. And and this is really scary because you just see how much of the things you're doing is the same as yesterday or the same as last week. And you have the same thoughts, you have the same actions, and you have maybe the same problems. And so when you feel that fear, maybe it means you're doing something differently and maybe you're doing something that you know you should do. And also when in a moment where there's a certain thing you have to do and that fear really comes up, the only solution 
really to really push through that fear is to do that thing. I think one of the number one fears of most people is public speaking. And so if we go with this example and think practically, how can we deal with the fear of public speaking is on the one side, realize that you're not going to die. There's nothing bad happening. And then the other side is just, you got to public speak more. And most people know this, but for most people, the most difficult thing is to actually just do it. And this is where accountability comes in. Accountability where, okay, if, for example, if I, if me and you are friends and I give you a thousand dollars and say, I have to public do public speaking or else I don't get those thousand dollars back. I'm for sure going to do the public speaking because of that accountability. And so that can really help. Yeah. A, a different advice around fear that I got from a Olympic coach. He said, me, your fear with curiosity and, and kind of go into what, what, what is that fear? What does that mean? Fear of what? And be very specific and maybe write this down. So me, your fear with curiosity and really try to understand, okay, where, where is this coming from and fear of what? Be very specific and like I said, write it down. Because it, fear is re really vague and, and it can really help to, to go into that, that specific feeling, kind of try to understand it. But it, for, for my sake, that, that hasn't really fixed the fear. It's just helped me deal with it. But then the most part is, the, or the most important part is to take that action. And just because people misinterpret like taking action, for example, with public speaking until you get numb to the feeling. I would say do public speaking if you're afraid until you become comfortable being uncomfortable. Like you, you become comfortable with having that fear. And when you get to that place, that's when really your, that fear has just disappeared. Also, if I heard this from a different mentor, he talked about how if you can't control fear, you should use fear. So for example, if you say, I'm afraid to do public speaking and you really want to do something with public speaking, imagine what your life would look like if you didn't take uh, action on becoming a better public speaker in five years, in 10 years, and really go in detail on, and maybe may create that fearful perspective on how your life could look like if you didn't take action on the things that you maybe feel are uh, uncomfortable or scary. Um, so yeah, the last thing I kind of wanted to touch upon in this episode is we're very, we're too quick to judge an experience as either good or bad. And you hear this, hear this all the time when you maybe you get a, you change careers and you're very fearful and then you get, get a better job. You sometimes, yeah, it's like we, we're just too quick to judge an experience as good or bad because we don't know that, that like if you break up with a girlfriend or, a, or, or a boyfriend that could lead to something better. And same with like changing a university, changing jobs, changing careers. 
we're we're very quick to judge oh this is bad or this is good sometimes or very often it could lean to lead to something better but only if you're willing to really go and see see the the, the lessons from the mistakes or failures that you make so yeah i think this is the this sums up the whole episode um yeah so what would you do if your life would a movie or a movie and the movie starts right now i would say apply this today um that's one of the things i didn't do when i started out this process and it's like i didn't apply the things i learned i thought that like i just had to learn it logically and and but that didn't work um, so really try to apply this and try to maybe write that advice down on a piece of paper, hang it up on your wall. And so you can see it every day. And yeah, I think that's it. Have a amazing day. And next Tuesday, I'm going to have a podcast with a stress, stress coach from London. He has his own business and I'm very excited for that episode. I'm not going to reveal who he is. Um, so that episode is probably going to come up Wednesday or Thursday. And yeah, we're going to be having some cool guests coming on the next episode. And yeah, see you soon.